After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. The microphone shuffle. All three works though. Still, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. It is. It seems like there's a there's a it's a back feeding or something like that. Once again, you're listening to 88.3 WCTs after further review. Back in the studio, I, I hate, I hate, I hate the back feeding. It really irritates me. Swing that four over here. We are, like I said, we we, we we've been bringing it. Did you share the 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 feed? I put you. I tagged. Yes, you right it's uh, up on my Facebook okay. right now. You know, Tim and Vicky are usually here in the studio. Did you see Tim and Vicky earlier? Yeah, I did. How are they doing? Doing well. Okay, because I know last week Vic, Tim was in here by himself after I loaded up one of our shows. Yeah. And uh, like I said, they always make sure you always check out Tim and Vicky's show on eighty eight point three from nine to eleven. And uh, let's see here—is that a little bit better? Well, it sounds a little bit. No, nah, still. A yeah, little I'm still feet. hearing it. Yeah, well, it's, it's lost cost here. So anyway, once again, you're listening to us as we try to get these mics going. Seems like it's gotten actually worse. Yeah, it has. Anyway, we're going to get into our, our first subject here: high school sports and sportsmanship. <laughs> Your thoughts. Well, uh, actually, how is the season going for you guys? I know Bedford basketball. I've been watching the live feeds and everything. Yeah, well, we're off to a two and three start. I mean, I think all 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 of our games, truthfully, we can have won. I mean, got wins over Monroe and Ypsilanti. I mean, Ipsy Lincoln. We only we only lost them by eight points, but I thought that we could have we could have beat them. We just uh, had some missed shots and missed opportunities. He's Dexter. I thought we that's that was probably our worst loss. We ran. I think we just ran out of gas in that one. And then, how many games do you have this season? We uh, well, we've had five games so far. Okay, how many do you have? How many? Uh, are you gonna, how many are you going to have all together? Believe uh, sixteen or seventeen. That's for not regular bad. Season. Okay, that's not bad at all. And I know that. And your season's going all the way to the end of March, right? Regular season, right? Yeah, it's going to go to like mid to late March, and then the last full week of March is when district play is going to start. Which we're already starting our tournament. We have a tournament game later today. It's sectional championships. I guess you cut down the nets. I'd like um, to thank uh, Blissfield's Greg Saylor for tuning in right okay, now. Greg Saylor. Says, good morning, have a great weekend, and go Royals. The Blissfield Royals with a big win last night over the Onstead Wildcats. Didn't Onstead have that big dude that went to Michigan? Austin Davis. Well, funny you mention that. His little brother, Aiden, is a freshman on the varsity team now. Is he big? He is not, he's not as big mm-hmm. as, as Austin, mm-hmm. but he's still, he's still a big dude. Okay. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. So you you were talking off air with me about some things that have kind of been grinding your gears. 
about sportsmanship and safety in high school sports now. And I, <laughs> I, I, I just shake my head because I've been coaching for a minute, and it's, it's, it gets really kind of interesting. Your perspectives, we'll, we'll go back and forth on this, have a conversation. Well, I think it might also – oh, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Jordan says he sent you a friend request, Jordan Bolin. Oh, he did? Yes. I have not received it yet, Jordan. Let me see. Let's see if the internet – no, I have not received it yet. Um, hopefully he got the right Derek Lawson. There are multiple Derek <laughs> Lawsons, but um, we'll see. But thanks, Jordan, for, for tuning in. But go ahead, Frank. Yeah, but I think kind of my perspective comes from being an official and having and having coaches getting get on my ass about how safety and this that and the other. So, but I mean, if we bring this up is because this was happening in a game recently. Is there was a player going in for a layup on a breakaway. Player comes up from behind him, tomahawks him on the head. He was going for a free throw, right? He was going for a layup. A layup. Yeah. And the guy tomahawked him. He was trying to chase him down like LeBron, a hawk down. Yeah. And okay. he, to- he tomahawked him on the head, knocked him down, made the bucket. Oh, we got the and one, too? Yeah. Nice. Nice. And That's what you want to see. And, when, and, of course, and I'm wondering, why is this not a flagrant technical in high school? Now, Why would it be? Cause, just, just, well, because in because I mean I, I know I hate to use this comparison, but you see something like that happen in college or the NBA. I would say a great majority of the time, at a bare minimum, that's a flagrant one foul, mm-hmm. contact above the shoulders, mm-hmm. unnecessary in nature. No, was that really unnecessary in nature? The guy was trying to hawk him down and try to block the shot, and he caught him in the head. I mean, it wasn't like he was actually going for his head. Well, the way the way I saw it, uh, he got him with a forearm, knocked him to the ground, um, and trust me, that's to me that's a dangerous play because you could you could end up have. Because I've seen plays like that where a player has gotten seriously hurt. Yeah, that's kind of a bang bang play though. He was trying. I don't think he was maliciously trying to hurt him. Am I? Yeah, and no way am I saying it was or was not. But a lot of times when you jump in the air, especially off of one leg, going up for a layup, and you're either and someone's trying to contest your shot, it's never going to really end up that great. Uh, I'm glad the player hit the end. Who was the player? Uh, well, I, that's not relevant. Uh, to but, this. The, but you know, they they've been hitting that weight room. If they hit that and one, I that I wouldn't. To me, I wouldn't give a tech. Now, if he looked like now, if he tried to bridge the guy, because I've seen that. Now that totally is uncalled for. Because there are well, some guys that will try to bridge you. But if he's going for the block, he's making a basketball play. Then but I here, would here's let that where go. I. This is kind of where I draw the line. Where you draw the line at? If he goes up, has an open hand. That tells me he's going for the ball. Mm-hmm. This guy went up with a closed fist. Hmm. That to me is a different indication. Okay. Because if you go open hand, tells me you're trying to knock the ball away. Okay. If you're going up with a closed fist, that tells hmm. me that you're looking to whack the guy on the head. Okay. And. Possibly injure him. Okay, I I could probably see that if it was a close fist. Okay, yeah, and that's and why it wasn't called a. I mean, because in high school, there's no such thing as a flagrant one or a flagrant two. 
Really? It's a flagrant technical, okay. and that's an automatic ejection. Really? So that's why the referee probably didn't want to call it, because obviously you don't want to eject kicks. I don't know what the Michigan rule is, but if you get ejected from a high school game in Ohio, that's an automatic two-game suspension. Well, it's well in Michigan, it's you're ejected from the remainder of the game, and you miss the next day of competition. Okay. Additional punishment can be tacked on depending upon the nature of the incident. Right. Whether anything should have in this and I case, think if it's a, I can't say. I think in Ohio, if you get another ejection, you're done for half the season or something. It's something well, it's, it, I know it's, it's, it's a punitive thing. Well, in Michigan, they've actually put this the rule in place where you can you if it, you're ejected for unsportsmanlike conduct. Mm-hmm. Let's say you, uh, for example, act like a five year old at Toys R Us who, mm-hmm. when mom says you can't have a toy. Then you have to take a sportsmanship class, mm-hmm. and you can't be back in action until you complete said class. Yeah, right. That's the same thing with coaches. If you get ejected, you got to take an anger management class, and you get two-game suspension as well. Um, that did happen at my mommy days. Not me. <laughs> uh, the freshman coach ended up getting uh, uh, ejected to, to, for throwing a clipboard. Uh-huh. And prob- probably for saying... Uh, no, it, he didn't. You, he didn't use a four-letter word. No, he didn't use a four-letter word. It, it, I mean, come on, it, th- that I think some referees can deal with the language. Well, but I he can. basically was animated and kind of. He did kind of show up the ref. He'd already been barking at the ref already. Um, it was a for one, the referees were being sloppy in the game. They weren't controlling the game, and he had a, a little a legitimate cause for it. Um, he had gotten a technical earlier in the game, and then after that, he really just blew his top, and he just. Threw the clipboard down. You, you can't throw the clipboard down. That just you, you, that's the, no need for that in high school sports. So that's the reason why you yeah. up getting the ejection. You got two tags. Yeah, I mean my, I mean my view. I mean when I'm officiating, my view on profanity is if uh, is if I is if if you're an official, and I'm a coach. And we're about far away from each other, and I will say that was a BS call you made mm-hmm. in a normal tone of voice. I'm generally I'm gonna let that slide, mm. but if you're gonna go out in the middle of the field or the middle of the diamond and scream, "You mother!" Well, adios. That, well, th- th- that's the thing though. It's the actions, it's not the words. I mean, because in the heat of battle, there's gonna be some cussing going on. It's gonna slip. You're gonna. But if you're going out there and showing up the ref and trying to chest bump the ref and you know pointing in their face like you're Billy Martin or something like that, the old Yankees manager, or you know kicking dust on the umpire's feet. You know, you can't act like a child. Yeah, exactly. And or I mean, even if uh, or even if you're a football player, I call uh, and I call an obvious hold, and you scream, "How is that a thing? Hold!" That's gonna you're gonna get a 15 yarder right there. And uh, wow, Frank, Frank, you you really try to control the game, don't you? I, as a referee, well, look, you know, I mean, the, you gotta let the coaches express themselves. This wasn't this wasn't a coach. This was a player. It was a player. Well, yeah, it's like I, I would have gave the player a warning, like, hey, no, kiddo, no, 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 no. Oh, was, oh you gotta he put got, down that Bobby scree- Knight fist. Huh? He screamed. I mean, when this happened, you were like the Thor. player scr- was screaming it at me. Loud enough where it could have been heard in the stands. I'm like, that's not going to fly here. Oh, okay. Did you give him the stern finger? No, I just threw threw my second flag, gave him a 15-yard for penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct, and uh, his coach then proceeded to chew him out on the sidelines. Oh, okay. Well, 
you, you, I, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm more of a cooler head type of guy. I would have been like, hey, coach, you know, take care of your player. Now, if the coach doesn't take care of the player, then I put that in the memory bank and say, okay, you know, you know that it's going to happen again. Now I'm going to really hurt you. So, yeah. But it, either way you did it, it, it worked. And I'm, I'm glad the coach actually chewed out the player because this goes back into our next segment about how coaches sometimes condone bad behavior, which is starting to become more prevalent now in high school sports. And, and I, I think it's really sad. I understand being gamesmanship, some competitive edge, but as you mentioned and I talked off 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 the off air, it, it's getting a little ridiculous with some of these coaches. Yeah, it is. And of course this program yeah, I've heard their coaches been called that refer to as a lot of words that I'm not I can't repeat on the air. Coaches that have been recalled certain names? Well, he's been referred to by others, but and seeing this guy's conduct, he is definitely kind of a tool to put it politely. He is a tool. Okay, keep going. I thought you were gonna pull out one of your Frankisms. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to keep things FCC appropriate here. FCC, okay, keep going. And one of these players ends up spiking the basketball in front of an official. Mm-hmm. Tweet technical, mm-hmm. rightfully earned. And of course, didn't seem like the coach really said anything about it. Now, oddly enough, same school. Same school with the lower level team. Player uh, said something that rhymed with duck boo to an opposing player. He got teed up. And the, the coach said this to a player? No, no, no. A player said this to another player. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the coach of the team that got the technical, he chewed that player out <laughs> immediately. Okay, okay. And I, I'm like, you and, know, I, I hate to say this, but that, that's a true definition of some of that Michigan ball. I got some I taste of it last year. And my buddy Mo, he coached he, he's from Michigan and Jordan Bowling knows who he is. Um he's he was coaching with me and we played Bedford at Bedford and we played SMCC. And I will say that your referees are a little high strung and tight with the calls. You know, you gotta you gotta let them play. You gotta let the the coaches breathe a little bit, which is what we're used to down here in Ohio. You know, there is a little bit of trash talking going on and it makes to me it makes the game more fun. Now, it's a respectful thing though. It's not going over, you know, the line. It's not taking it to personal. Yeah. You know, and, and and we also expect that from the fans as well, not to be personal. But you know, we do have some energy on the bench. Our our team talks a little trash on the bench to rattle the team, especially if it if in the first half where we're on the defensive end in front of our bench, you know, we do try to get our kids riled up because sometimes it's hard for kids to get up for defense. So if you can, you know, you know, in girls basketball, they like to say D up, D up, which boys don't do that. But, you know, sometimes as a coach, sometimes I'll say put some heat on her, you know, just to get the girls riled up. I mean, we're, I mean, basically we're just, uh, you're just quiet. No, we're telling, we're telling them to make sure um, her, um, Talk on defense. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the yeah. bench gets hyped. I mean, yeah. they get hyped. You know, you got to yeah, get I the mean, kids I don't hyped. Think we're, we're not pulling like a Monmouth from... You're not doing none of that? See, they do that with girls basketball I here. think it's... Well, I think it goes more to the whole act like you've been there. No, I think it's because Michigan likes that church ball. That's what you guys play them CYO rules where, you know, be nice and stuff like that. Down here, it's well, like... So, I admit, there's a lot of our guys that ha- may have played CYO ball and but I think also the rule. Well, a lot of coaches will say, 
act like you've been there. I mean, yeah, you could you could be happy that your that a teammate hit a big shot or came up with a big play on defense or drew a charge. But I think there sounds like to me you you guys don't want no personality in the game. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> but I, I but I also think there's a line that we're trying to keep him from crossing. We're not crossing any line. Yeah, because we don't we don't want somebody to go. I mean, look, I know I I've made I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of references to the movie Coach Carter because it's one of my favorite basketball movies. Mm-hmm. Very inspiring. Yeah, but I mean, there's a scene in the game where. The Richmond Oilers are playing, and then afterwards they're they're excessively celebrating. They're faking, taking pictures, and coach is yelling at them to play the damn game. <laughs> and then there's a point of practice where he starts starts talking about a bunch of crap. And I I, I think you, you and then you he tells have, I guess the you point says bantered Frank. You can't have that church ball. I mean, it's just it's not fun. It's just not fun, especially now with this pandemic and no having not any fans or anything like that. You gotta you gotta recreate your own energy. And if you got I understand you guys are wearing masks and stuff like that, but you you gotta create some type of energy. You get, you just can't sit there. And to me, I mean, I just think that's a part of the game. Uh, I mean, now, obviously, there's different cultures that play the game and they believe in their own beliefs. But for me, the kind of basketball culture that I come from, you know, there's, there's going to be some trash talking coming in there. So you, and you don't want to be disrespectful. Now, I have seen some disrespectful stuff from coaches. And I like, for instance, just recently we played a team. And I won't say who it, who it was, but during the introduction, usually as a coach, when they're introducing the teams now, the the players, you know, they do air fist bumps. You know, before you used to go and shake the other coach's hand. Yeah, we had a coach that pe- t- totally turned their back on the girls. That, that to me, that's not, that's not good no, sportsmanship. No, 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 that's no, no. that's that you know, hey, I get it. If the fans want to do that and stuff like that, but you don't you don't turn your back to the kids. And we had another coach that didn't want to give air fist bumps. I mean, th- there's a lot of things that do. I feel are disrespectful by other coaches, and, and and I do feel that, and I don't know how you know if Jordan's listening, how this happens in, in the coaching profession, but there are some coaches out there that are very arrogant and think that it's about them and it's not about the kids, and that's just one thing that irritates me is that you know look you're the, you're the coach, you got to show some leadership. I do understand breathing and talking a little bit of trash, but when you start to make it more about yourself and it's all about your ego. I have a problem with that coach and that stuff like that, turning your back on the kids and not acknowledging the kids because you, you just want to be a jerk about it. That that to me is crossing the line. No, I, I definitely agree with you there. I mean, I don't think I don't think we've had any coaches I've noticed t- turn their backs during intros. I mean, it's always just kind of a give away, air fist bump, salute them, like right. say good luck. Right. But like it, but it's but I think it's also hard as a coach and Jordan will probably tell you this too because you, you got to have some professionalism as a coach and you know it, the emotions run high as a player you can do you can get away with a little bit suck cuz you're a player you know you're in the game but as a coach it 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 does disturb me and it's disgusting when coaches do that because then you want to cuz you gave respect to their players and then you turn around and do this to us it's like Okay, next time we know what it is. And sometimes that happens where, you know, sometimes you might have to run up the score a little bit, give a stanky leg alert on on a team if they want to be pulling some some jerk stuff like that. <laughs> well, um, not to get off subject, but uh, speaking of stanky leg alerts, I think uh, our own uh, former personality, Zach Herrig, was covering a game at, um, I think, I can't remember where it was. It was a girls game. Yeah, it was a girls game, and... Uh, 
It was. I think the halftime score was forty-six to zero. Yeah, that's another thing. I don't know how girls basketball is up in that part of the state. Of it's Michigan. over on the west side. Uh, well, I know it's Kalamazoo. He's in Kalamazoo, so he's uh, over Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, sir. Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, it, whatever you know, up there in GR. Um, girls basketball, I, I've learned, and, I, and and that's another thing. I don't. I, I kind of one thing I don't like about girls basketball is that people will run up the score. Um, you know, you see you see some lopsided scores where like one team got beat sixty seven to eight. You know, <laughs> and, and and some of these teams, sometimes a team is just really bad and you score and you get to score. But there's some teams that really like to stick it to you, you know, keep the press on with the starters in there and you're already up 50 to five. You know, it's like, come on, dude. Where in boys basketball, once the game kind of gets out of hand, some majority of teams will be gentlemen and put in subs, run some offense. Now, there are some coaches out there that will really, you know, pour it on, like Anthony Stang used to say, rest in soul, you know, pour it on like Aunt Jemima uh, pancake syrup. <laughs> so it, it gets bad. But like I said, girls basketball, it's, it's very competitive. And, you know, ticky-tack, petty stuff happens like that. I mean, if the team was really that bad, you know, okay. But I, I'm bet sure that – that first half, they were really giving it to them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Of course, that happens when you've got teams that, are, like I said, with teams that are loaded and a team that's got pretty much nothing. Which I'm starting to notice in high school sports is a very bad competitive imbalance in a lot of games and stuff like that. But like I said, you know that, that is what it is. You know, it's, sometimes that's just how the the wheel turns in uh, basketball. Anything else? Well, all I'm gonna say is we're. On to Pinckney today. Okay, where's at Pinckney? No, we're at home at the Corral. At the Corral, which, by the way, I'm Jordan sent this video. By the way, uh, the court looks nice over nice over there at the Corral. Uh, you're shooting free throws here. What's what's the deal with this here? What's the deal here? This is just this is just some happy horsing around. That's all it is. I don't see why it's being made such a big deal. Somebody said. Wes, take your two shots. Who's that's, shooting here? That's a that's a JV right, assistant coach one, Wes Matthews. One for one. Not the, the basketball not, player. Not the not the not the Wes Matthews who's playing in the NBA. Not okay. to be confused with that. Right. This is the white Wes Matthews. Yeah, well, yeah. This was this Wes Matthews was he recently uh, graduate? He's a recent graduate of Bedford. Played basketball there. He he's, looks, I was gonna say he looks young. Yeah, he's back uh, helping uh, Nick Brohart coach our JV team. So here you set this story up, Frank, because we're watching the video here. I might post the it's video on our AFR. So you were shooting some free throws. You got decent form, Frank. Got the Under Armour on. I see shoes. You're trying to be like Steph, huh? Nah, th- those aren't the those aren't the Currys. All right, still Under Armour shoes. It, it doesn't matter. Just, just, it's just, just roll with this, Frank. It's roll. just a comfortable pair of shoes. Right. That's all I can say. So what's going on here? All, look, all, all it is we're just we're just horsing around, ha- having fun after practice. There's really nothing more that needs to be said about. Two for two. All right, Frank. So all right, Frank. I, I I don't understand why is he shooting threes and you're only shooting free throws. Because that's out your range, ain't it? Yeah, I I have tried a few times to knock down three, which I I that could hit that, the shot like about oh ten twelve years ago. Ten twelve. Oh, oh, wait a minute! Once you have a clip, you never lose it. How do you? How can you hit threes ten twelve years ago and not can't hit nothing? <laughs> well, probably because there was a long time where I was out of the game. Out of the out of the. Please, you've been out of the game for twelve years. No, it was like. I, or maybe it was because I got told uh, 
while I got screamed at for shooting jumpers, and it's like and I got told, "You're a you're a big guy. Get your ass on the block." That's what they. That's what they told you. In a sense, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I had. Because I mean that. Because I there was a time I was working on a good drop step, mm-hmm. and then I screamed. This is what this listen to this. Once you got a clip, once you know how to shoot, that's you all day, man. That that is that's basically me. I can I can just, just look at that reload, just reload, reload, and it's watch. Boom! I'm still hitting. Yeah, I'm still hitting. That's me on the court right there. I'll buy it. I believe you. <laughs> that is me right there. I just reload. Give me another clip, and I'm about to go. But so they told you to get in the paint, huh? Yeah, in a in a sense, yeah. I mean, because I do, I do. Like I said, I think there was a time I was actually working on developing my drop step. And you were working on your drop step. Yeah, really. Okay, okay. So we up and, po- and so, post it up, and but then I unfortunately I screwed up my left shoulder, was out mm-hmm. of action for a while, and typical I just, typical weekend warrior story. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it just yeah, I messed up your shoulder. Just, Which shoulder? It was my left one. Okay, okay, but you but you're right handed, right? Yeah, so but that, I shouldn't, had to have, that shouldn't mess with the clip. Then that well, shouldn't that shouldn't what happened. It, it, it did when I was told I couldn't be participating. Oh, that, my arm in a sling. Look at this. That's what happened. It was still your right. If your left shoulder happened and you shoot right, you still should be having that clip. Yeah, but then again, I just then again, I got, it kind of went from me just uh, playing in the. In the old in the old church gym for a while, and then once it got to the church gym, yes, uh, at Bridgepoint, mm-hmm. where you know, the, the was, boys from Bridgepoint. I remember that. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, the, well, there'd be times where we just get together and just play some basketball mm-hmm. in the court hall, and we're just going out. Ha- we were going out having fun. I mean, there was one. I mean, there was one night where, where I was there, and where me actually me and Kent were both there, and he invites a lot of his friends and. Mm-hmm. Everyone and I believe also uh, Kevin Henry, who's an Kevin assistant Henry, yeah. and coach of Monroe, who I believe you're familiar with. Yeah, he, he coached at Hobson Elite. Yes, yeah. I know him. We were, we were all, we were all there. And I got to there, and it was a lot, and it was just a lot of helter skelter, fly up and down the court, and I'm like, good grief, guys! I want, I was what you were playing with those guys. Oh yeah, but I mean, I'm more used to the slow down. I'm old a, man. Cause I, cause you don't used to that high level. I'm. A, I guess maybe it's because <laughs> they didn't have a place for an old school back to the basket center like me. You sure about that? When, when did this happen? This will. Uh, this would have been seven years. I would say six, seven. Nah, more like seven, eight years ago. So that was before people were really doing this. Just firing off them threes, you know. Just shoot it, just shoot it, let yeah. it fly. So they still were going to use the back to the basket stuff. You just sure that they that it was just a little bit out your level? Yeah, I would say that too. Yeah, that, I mean, I, Kevin I was Henry, just, Kevin Henry can play a little bit, especially seven eight years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, I was just I was just there because I was having, I was just having, game, have some. Fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see see. So, so they basically you got suckered. Yeah. Yeah, they needed an extra guy. You were out there playing fun, and then you were playing with guys that I normally where, like to play where, with. Where it's a little where more. It's basically look. everybody. Everybody plays point guard. No, no, not everybody plays point guard. But you out there trying to get a high level sweat, and you're out there just 
out there for fun and, and you know you, you you know you're dancing with wolves out there with, you know especially especially you know when Kent was younger when you know both Kent and Henry didn't they play together at St. Francis uh, or is Kent older or is uh, he younger Kent is uh, a couple years younger than me right and David and, and Kevin Henry came out when I forget I'm I thought sure. he was out in 0809 too. I think you guys are about the same age, really, to be honest with you. So you was going out there, and you were thinking that it was going to be all fun and games, and those guys are out there, you know, going for the real. Yeah. That's what, that's what happens when you dance with wolves. And you said you were back to could, – could you get up and down the court at least? I mean, all you had to do was rim run and, and get some layups. You didn't have to really get it down in the post. And, and I'm sure you don't have no jump hook game like that. You don't play like no Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, no, I'm not like Kareem or Larry Bird. What about Shaq? You were trying to be like Shaq out there? From a free throw shooting standpoint, I was more like Shaq. That's right, because you can't dunk, right? You can't no. jump over a piece of paper. <laughs> That that is yeah we referenced that, uh, that before times. right but you you couldn't even really bench and so we're gonna set this up here because once again you can hear it in the background so now after the, the coach shot his two sh- threes here you are with your mask on which you're being safe got on a pair of slacks oh, oh Frank look at that you got a little Hi, bit of form Frankie. hope you didn't go over the hey, line though Ty goes to Frank. Ty goes to Frank. Oh, look, like I said, this is just Frank's us horsing around. Like, you don't have to explain yourself, Frank. At least you're getting buckets. Look at you. you look at this. Look at it. I'm a, we're going to have to post this. You're right. You got the focus. You're breathing really good, shooting this free throw, and you get it up there. Let's see what you got. Oh, you hit it off the backboard. Wow. Did you did you plan that? You got to be careful, though, going over that line. You had a couple line violations, actually. If you're going to do that, you need to back up. Just you're hugging the line too much. You need to back up if you're going to have that forward motion. Just just some tips from the coach. Look at that! They're cheering you on. And then you then look at that. That you pose. I like. I see what you're doing, Frank. You pose. I like it though, Frank. See that's that's the excitement you need in basketball. You don't like that stuff though. Bang. Well, let's just say that that uh, whole, that's what you need. That whole that whole posing deal. I kind of gotten some hot water for why'd you get in hot water for it well there was uh there were some of my coaching brethren who saw that and they were not happy why they said they gave him the whole act like you've been there what kind of, how old are these guys what are they 70 no what do they got what do they wear to pins no 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 Let's hear it. Let's hear this. I will not reveal. Are they Michigan uh, coaches? Yes, they are. That's that that church ball. That's what it is. That's that church ball. I I can say one of them is an assistant coach. Coach for a girls' team. The other is a head boys' coach. I'm not going to disclose their identities to protect right. the innocent. Protect the innocent because that's that church ball. Like, stop all with that. You should have been there before. You got to have some swag. And plus, like you said, this was during practice. You were having fun. You made some free throws. You showed a little bit of personality. So what? Uh, you didn't show up anybody. Plus, you did what you were supposed to do. Exactly. That's why I don't know if I can coach up in Michigan because, you know, that 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 church ball, like, like I said, when we were up at SMCC, I, the, the referee blew my mind what they were doing over there, calling all that ticky-tack stuff. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's, that's, it, it, now, wait a minute. How do they Now, how do they ref the games down in Detroit, though? I, it must be a little bit different when you get down in the D. 
I mean, I, re- I really don't know because I have not seen vi- much, if any, uh, PSL action. Okay. That's, that's public school league. PSL. Yeah. You got to let, let the fans know. PSL is public school league. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen that. I mean, because I, I mean, granted, I would like to see a little bit of Detroit Douglas in action because mm. of Pierre Brooks, who's one of the best players in the state. Right. I mean, the, the thing about it is, you know, where I've been, plus in the AAU scene, but, you know, a lot of times you see coaches be like, do him. Okay, I see you got it on the block. You know, get, get your work in. Get your name in the paper. You know, you do stuff like that. That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your players hyped. And I, that's what that's what high school sports should be fun. I don't understand why you always have this stick in the mud crap. Well, I think it kind of goes back to the whole act like you've been there. Act and like what you mean? Act like you've been there. They are acting like they've been there. They made a basket. You'd be able to celebrate. Okay, cool, whatever. Or maybe go, maybe goes back to that, uh, that goes back to that to that old the, Bobby Knight ball or. Or if we're using football example, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Oh, yeah. yeah, so act like you've been there. You hand the ball to the official. No, just stop. I mean, what are they taping games on black and white film <laughs> no. now? Come yeah, on. I mean, I know. The, I know the NFL is a little bit more lax on their celebration rules, but again, that's because that's more so because those guys are making millions of dollars. They're represented by a union. Well, I and, think, uh, I, and a lot of and a lot of the stuff they do is more like guys act like they're taking a group selfie or because doing what, a no, rock dance. Wait, it goes back to what I said. It's a bunch of guys, once again, and girls that, because women do coach, that it's about ego. It's it's it's. It, I, I, I've noticed this in high school sports. You get very paid very little, but it's the, the, some of the people with the biggest egos. Like you guys, some of these guys act like they're like Mike Shusevsky or John Calipari. It's like, dude, get over yourself. It's high school sports. Dude, have the kids have some fun. You act like you've been there before. I don't mind a little bit of celebration. Now, if it gets yeah, to the point a, a, li- where, a little bit of celebration. Look, I've got no issue with, but if you're going to go. But if it's choreographed, okay, that's yeah, cool. Like, well, for example, there. if you're going to act like Odell Beckham, acting like a dog taking a whiz on a fire hydrant, yeah, that, that's, that, that's, that's in bad taste. Yeah, that, 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 now that's in bad taste. I will totally agree with that. That's, as long as it's not in bad taste, but I just don't understand this whole act like you've been there before and take Taking out personality in the game. Well, we're talking about the game here. Uh, and I, like I said, I like that video. That stuff that you need to post. It gets people hyped. It gets people to come to your program. It's fun. As long as you're not showing up the opponent and you're having fun, it should all that should matter. But I'm pretty sure, like I said, if somebody's telling you that you're showing them up, please don't tell me they're under the age of 35. I, well, I'm actually under the well, age kind of 50. Of the, well, the the whole showing them up that really that se- that seems to vary based hey as well because we we've talked we've talked about it on this show before like I mean we'll use Fernando Tatis Jr. as an example with a bat flip not not a bat not a bat flip hit he gets served up a cookie on a three zero pitch pitch with the bases loaded swings adios it's long gone mm-hmm. and. And of course, the Texas Rangers manager Chris Woodward was being a female dog about it, for lack of a better word. Or saying, dog. "And okay. you, and you're a big. You don't need to do that." And my and my response to that is, "Hey Woodward, how about you tell your pitcher to not serve up a cookie on a three zero pitch?" Yeah, that that to me is the reason why no one really likes to watch baseball anymore because you got these old. 
not in the rule book, but these old gentleman rules that people don't seem to understand. And you're right. Guy was being a competitor. If you're going to walk the guy, just move the catcher out the box and walk him. Like you said, don't go in there and throw a cookie at him and he hits the pitch and he hits it out the park. And now you're all mad and upset because your team is up, you, especially in pro sports. Pro sports, I can understand. It, it, it's You guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Um, it's the ultimate competitive sport. You play to win. I mean, that's just the way it is. High school sports, yeah, you want to play to win, but you're also having a teaching element to it. And like I said, in girls sports, I've noticed is that I don't, I, I particularly don't like the running up of the scores. I mean, after a while, you realize, okay, your team is better than my team. Okay, you can take you can take the dogs off. That's just my opinion, though. Oh yeah, I mean, kind of going back to game getting out of hand. We were when we were playing at Ypsilanti on mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday. Hey, I want. Hey, I mean, pretty much that. That's unfortunately has been a program that has really fallen on hard times. I mean, they have a. They have someone who you you should be quite familiar with, who was coached in the Mid American Conference back as their head coach, Charles Ramsey. He was a coach at Eastern Michigan before Murphy came along. Right. Yes, that's right. That's right. You told me about it. Yep. Uh, and I th- and of course I was having a conversation with uh, John Vanikave, mm-hmm. friend of the show, about this, and he said, mm-hmm. I think he thinks he brought him in more. <laughs> More just kind of keep people in because everybody's like going to Lincoln or Belleville or places like that. But I mean, I noticed in their, their freshman game they only had six players. That's it for the for, for their freshman team. Well, and, Corona has kind of put a dent on a lot. Well, it of wasn't programs. like they were they had guys who were out due to COVID. I, no, no, no. There's some people that they're, they're completely not going out for sports because of COVID. It's 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 affected girls and boys sports, especially girls sports has really ravaged it. Where this year, half the league we had didn't even have freshman teams. Where last year, all every team had a freshman team. This year, only half, and part of it was because of COVID. A lot of people didn't want to take the risk, so they didn't come out play and it's affected boys programs as well where you're only getting six or seven kids on a freshman team when in normal years you're getting the, the full 10 to 12 that, that just that happens it, that has happened that's a trend that's been happening well since you mentioned then girls teams having issues i i can say that my alma mater ida has only 13 girls in their entire their program. program yeah scott high school only has eight girls in their Oof. entire program so yeah, it, COVID COVID is is kind of usually with sports participation, people are just fearful of of the COVID. So a lot of the years where people do come out, the, you know, at least for girls programs like that, like Ida or Scott, where they normally have a JV and a uh, varsity, like Whiteford or whatever. This year, a lot of them were struggling to get girls to come out because you know there are some people that believe that there's more risk of playing to getting COVID, so they just stayed at home. That just that just happens, yeah. But I mean, and also, oh, Ypsilanti's JV team. We ended up we were we ended up we were beating them pretty badly, and of course, it got to the point where we had pretty much our entire roster was in by the end of the first half. So Ipsy then fell off since what's his face left, huh? Uh, Jalen, you talking about Jalen? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, uh, Imani. No, no, no. That you're thinking of Lincoln. Oh, well, this was Ipsy... Ypsilanti High School. This is Ypsilanti High, okay. Yeah, Ypsilanti Community, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, okay. Yeah, they well, it used to be they were... Ypsilanti was known as the Phoenix until 2013, then they merged with Willow Run, 
And then Ypsilanti Community Schools became the Grizzlies. Okay. And there was actually a kid named uh, Jalen Johnson who mm-hmm. went on to go play for Slick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you called him Slick Rick. At Louisville. Rick Patino. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I actually do remember watching uh, them play in district championship, again, oddly enough, against Bedford in mm-hmm. 2014. Right. Did they win? Uh, yeah, Ypsilanti won that game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, it was also played at Lincoln. Okay. So. Oh, okay. So it, Jordan it, says that uh, no one's seen this video. So you are you telling stories on here, Frank, or someone's seen the video and you actually got a stern finger? I would say there are those who have seen this video. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm not, and again, I'm not going to say who protecting uh, the innocent. But we just yeah. need to make sure you weren't telling kind of Frank's tales from the the court or anything like that. No, 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 no tales. No, no. I'm, not, I'm just on here. I'm protect. I'm protecting the names of the innocent. Okay. I mean, Jordan, if you want to know who it is, I'll tell you privately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, send him a private message. But I, I thought it was a cool video myself. I think you need to put that on social media. It gets the kids hyped. It shows that you're having fun. It's kind of, you know, spreading the brand, so to speak. Hmm. That, that good branding. Who you guys? You guys have you have Pickney today? Yes, we have Pitney. We have Pitney. at the Corral. Yes. And what after this? What's the schedule like next? Well, that's where it gets a little bit interesting because we were supposed to play Ann Arbor Huron mm-hmm. on Tuesday, but their whole varsity team is in quarantine because of of I believe it because I've heard because they had a player test positive. I've also heard no, that wasn't a player. It's just they're in because of con. Tracing, contact tracing. Excuse mm. me. Hey, so I know I know that the fr- the freshmen of JV are still going to go there on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, la- last I heard, Varsity was looking for a replacement game. I'm going to have to talk with uh, Mark Garman, our AD, like as to who that could be. I oh, see. Jordan even agrees with me. You had the team high. You should do it more. And. So we'll see what happens there. Welcome to the world of COVID that the state of Ohio had to deal with in the last two months. There And then Friday we're supposed to play Ann Arbor Pioneer at the Corral. Mm, I like that name, the Corral. Yeah, that's the name of our gym. No, no, no. no I, 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 I know that. But it just, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a cool name. It's a cool gym. And it looks like, I, I think I talked to Mo. they brought back the stands. At the lo- the lower level, I don't think they had them down there last year. Um, uh, no, they they still had them. They just put new ones in. They put new ones in. Okay. Yeah, and they had the old they, they had the old wooden ones. Now they got like the they got plastic. Red. Yeah. And did they change the benches to the other side of the court where now the benches are closer to the locker room? Um, it looks like you can go directly from the bench to the locker room. If you're the, uh, for for the for our team, yeah, we can. I mean, for girls, it's. I think all the benches are on the same side, and I think the I forget where the girls' home lock the girls' home locker room I think is kind of the entrance is directly across from the entrance to the boys' home locker room. Okay, no, my I think that's how it is. I remember we had to walk across the court. Yeah, I think the girl the girls still do because the girls' locker rooms are over on the opposite side. side. Okay, oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah, that that, that looked pretty cool. Final thoughts. I got that stuff off my chest. Like I said, you got to have more fun, dude. I mean, like I said, stop, stop with the church ball in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I think it go. I think again, it goes more so that I, I hate to say this, but I'm kind of having to shake both hands here. What do you mean, shake both hands? Because some areas, I, as I look at things as an official, and mm-hmm. yeah, I know. 
can and I've preached sportsmanship, sport good sportsmanship this, good sportsmanship that. I say it every time I officiate football. I say it every time I officiate baseball. What? All and of course I and of course I feel like if I don't apply that to a sport that I'm part of a coaching staff to, then I look like a giant hypocrite. Hmm. Okay. That's what you need to do, right? You need to get back in the gym, and Jordan will probably agree with me that you need to get that clip loaded. Get do they do they have a shooting machine there? Uh, a gun? Yeah. Uh, we well, the gun is the name of a company because yeah. there's Doctor yeah, Dish a... and the gun. So really, the generic name is is there a shooting machine? You can either have the gun, the shoot away, basically, or Doctor Dish. You guys have a shooting machine. I'm guessing you guys have the shoot away, right? Or do you have um, Dr. Dish? I am not sure because I haven't seen I mean, I haven't seen it in action. I mean, you haven't seen it in action. It's pretty simple. You can tell the difference between a shoot-away and the Dr. Dish. Well, I haven't seen I haven't seen it put to use when we've had our varsity practices in the main gym. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they, pro- they may have had it out for conditioning when I was busy with other things. Well, you got you to gotta get on that gun and start loading up. Get that clip loaded. And then you can improve your range. I'm pretty sure the coaches at Bedford would help you out with that. You already got the form down. I mean, all you got to do is use legs and get it up there. And before you know it, just like old Yeller, taking them out. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break here. You're listening to 88.3 WG's After Further Review. I don't know if Dave is listening or not. Usually he's talking about calling in, then he doesn't call in, then he says he's got this and that, and, you know, you, you never know what David, he's always doing the Lord thing, um, as, as always. So, uh, like I said, we'll take a quick, quick, quick commercial break, and then when we return, will we have your NHL power play? Yep. Up, well, we have uh, the NHL taking it outside, but not for a stadium series game. This is something a little bit different that they're doing. And uh, a little bit of sad news out of Detroit. What, the team lost to the Blackhawks? Not that. Because I know they lost to my Blackhawks again. I don't, I don't, uh, that I I could really give less of a hoot, I could really give a hoot about. Hmm, this will be interesting because I know you do be hating on certain people there. So uh, maybe, because sad news for you could be an extension from Mr. Holland. Well, Holland is long gone. Not right? Holland or uh, Blashill. No, this has nothing to do with uh, with the head coach. I'll I'll explain in detail when we get by, when we come back. All right, cool. Well, yeah, that's a good teaser. You listen to eighty eight point three WGTs. After further review, make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes. We posted up the two of our segments from last week. You know, because of the snowstorm, uh, it took me a while to get some stuff together. Plus, we're in the, the basketball tournament, so we had some things to do. But anyway, like I said, make sure you go to AFR or After Further Review is the the name of the show. Subscribe, listen to us. If you don't like it, you know, you can keep moving and listen to another podcast. If you do like us, you know, give us a good review and uh, give us five stars. We'll be back after this on AFR or After Further Review here on 88.3 WXUT.